Hello and welcome to Meet Her, the newest addition to Virtual Inforum. My name is Terry Barclay and I'm the president and CEO of Inforum, a nonprofit who work, whose work includes highlighting and supporting diversity in business leadership. The Meet Her podcast series introduces listeners to women of accomplishment whose experiences and insights feed us all on our leadership journeys. And I'm just so delighted that joining me today is Lynette Collins, an award-winning champion of diversity, equity, and inclusion, and a longtime member of the Inforum Board of Directors. Welcome, Lynette, and thank you so much for joining me today. Terry, it's my pleasure. I'm, I'm so overjoyed to be with you and having this conversation. So thank you. So let's get right to it. How do you encourage creative thinking among your team? Creative thinking is so powerful, but it requires a sense of safety and feeling able to think differently. And a few ways that I encourage creative thinking on the team are things like um, challenging assumptions. I encourage team members to challenge assumptions all the time. The assumptions in place today are intended to get at a certain outcome. And if the outcome that you're trying to achieve is different or there's a shift in the environment, for example, then assumptions will likely need to shift as well. So challenge assumptions. Um, the second thing I'd like to encourage um, is when people get stuck on the notion that we, we can't do that, I um, will ask them, well, why not? Um, is this an assumption that leads you to believe that or is it something else? And if the idea then seems to be too bold or too far from where we are today, uh, or maybe a sense of resource constraints, making the idea seem impossible, the third thing I like to do is, is have the team ask themselves, or I like to ask them, how could it work? If, if, if that's the right solution, what are some things that we could do to make it work? The fourth thing I like to do is, of course, uh, be inclusive. The best way to be creative is to seek input from others and be intentional about seeking input from people who think differently than you, who have a different life or work experiences, and then ultimately you have to be open to leveraging those insights from others in the solution. And the last thing I like to do to um, spark creativity is to ask team members to provide three solutions. Don't stop at the first right answer. Often true creativity comes from the next right answer. So a lot of times the reality is there are hundreds of right answers to any problem. And when people are pressed for time, the tendency is to stop at the first right answer, which is often closest to your current reality. So when people say, okay, that's a good first right answer, um, and then they start to think of, well, what's the next right answer? And then the next right answer after that, that's when real creativity takes place. Knowing you, those answers sound like you. I mean, you, uh, are, all, you are so skilled at working with teams and sort of drawing out the best from them. And so it's really nice to get sort of the inside scoop about how you think about that and, and do that. So what's your personal superpower? How's, and how has it helped you in your career? I love the concept of superpowers because we all have strengths, but even among our strengths, we have some that just stand out more than others as superpowers. And for me, my superpower is listening. And I know that may sound strange, but I have found that the art of active listening is often lost today. 
many people listen to respond or just use the time someone else is speaking to formulate their next argument. And for me, I have found that engaging in a conversation or a dialogue with someone with the pure intent to understand their point of view, why something is important to them, or why they feel the way they do allows me to um, ask more effective questions and ultimately results in the other person feeling heard and understood. And as human beings, we all have a need to feel understood. And I found that once someone feels heard um, and that I have a solid understanding of their perspective, they're far more willing to hear what I have to say, even when it's different or contrary to what they might believe. And so in doing this, it has led me to build high trust relationships where I'm viewed as a trusted advisor to others. And this has helped me tremendously in my career and my ability to influence and guide strategic decisions in organizations. Do you have any tips um, for us when you find yourself listening and formulating your response so that you basically have stopped listening. <laughs> what, you know, are there ways when you find yourself doing that, how do you bring yourself back? I um, just call it out right up front. I will say someone to, to the other person, I apologize. I was not present and in the moment with you. My mind started thinking of something else. And if I could come back and could you repeat what you just said to me? So that way I, one, acknowledge um, that I'm getting sidetracked, <laughs> and two, I let the other person know in that moment that I acknowledge that I was getting sidetracked and I'm now back present with you. And again, it reinforces that I, I really am seeking to understand. So that's one of the tips that I do for myself to make sure that I'm fully present and in the moment and listening. Wow, that's really great advice. Is there a skill that you are constantly working to improve? It sound, you know, clearly you believe in learning and in uh, working on always improving. Is, is there something you're working on? All the time I'm working on communication. So specifically, my um, go-to preferred method of communication is to be direct. And in times of high stress or high pressure, that default mode um, is to become even more direct because for me, in my mind, there's no time. We need to cut to the chase and get right to the point. However, um, this is when most people need more context, more time to breathe and just process information. And as a leader, how you make people feel matters. And there's always stress and pressure. So I continually work at paying attention to my communication with others and making sure that I'm taking a moment and providing the context that that individual needs. And, and really each time you communicate with others, it's an opportunity to engage and support. And if I'm being too direct, it can have the opposite effect. Wow, that's great, great advice. So speaking of advice, what advice would you give to someone who's going into a leadership position for the first time? I think sometimes that can be um, a little daunting. So uh, what advice would you have? I think um, there's lots of advice for somebody transitioning into a new leadership role. But I think the very first thing that people need to understand is what got you there is not going to be what takes <laughs> you to the next level in success in your current role. So as an individual contributor, you have been rewarded 
for your ability to accomplish things. It's what you've been able to accomplish. That's put people on the radar, your high performance. But as a leader, your, your focus shifts and is now about not what you personally can get done. It's about how you get work done through others. And how do you make sure with your team that you're clear on the outcomes that you're driving, that you are empowering your team to do this great work and equipping them with the skills and the tools and the resources that they need and continually supporting their development in performing to their highest potential or to continue to move up the career ladder. So as a new leader, your, your focus really does shift um, to your team and um, how do you support your team in being successful and performing at their highest level? Mm, interesting. You know, Lynette, knowing you, as I do, <laughs> you are constantly focused on those points you just made, actually. You're constantly focused on supporting others and making sure that they have everything that they need to be successful and um, you know, you're very focused on lifting up and supporting other people. How do you continue to grow and develop as a leader? You know, Terry, I think that I'm just naturally curious by nature. And I think that suits me well in the um, kind of pursuit of continuous development. And so staying curious, and um, I often uh, find myself asking, huh, I, I wonder why that is and then diving a little bit deeper. So some of the things that I um, do to continue to develop, I have a personal board of directors that I rely on heavily. And that personal board of directors is made up of mentors, trusted advisors, even people who I mentor. So some of my mentees become uh, people that I will seek feedback um, intentionally. And just to see how am I doing and what are some areas that I might need to focus on to become more effective as a leader. And I act on that. And in and, and doing that, then I attend conferences. I attend leadership workshops. I make a point to seek out people who know things that I don't know and learn from them. And in that process, I ask a lot of questions. I also put myself in really uncomfortable or new situations. <laughs> and, um, and I always remind myself that I'm never the smartest person in the room. I can learn from anybody. Everybody has something to teach me, and I hope that I can also impart some knowledge on others. But I think those are some of the things that I do personally to continue to develop and grow as a leader. Great, great advice. So in closing, do you have a favorite quote? I do. I actually have a lot of favorite quotes, but my favorite quote from a leadership perspective is, we rise by lifting others. Uh, uh, and Robert Ingersoll um, said that. And I found that um, when I use this quote as kind of a guide in the way that I interact and engage with people on a personal level, and especially as a leader, if my focus is, is on lifting others, in the process, I will rise too. And that has always served me well. And I offer that as advice to others to keep that in mind, particularly those that are in a leadership role. Wow. Thank, thank you so much for joining us today, Lynette, and for sharing that, that closing inspiration, We Rise by Lifting Others. I think that that characterizes who I know you to be. Uh, so I'm so grateful that you've been with us today. 
that uh, wraps up our podcast. Please come back to informmichigan.org for more opportunities to meet her. And while you're there, check out the other virtual inform components, including a growing library of video tips, virtual leadership development programming, and even a series of virtual events. Thank you. Thanks, Lynette.